Radio, WPWL proudly brings to you the man who puts the rad in radio. Prepare to be entertained and inspired. He is Dizzy Parker. Well, hello, everybody. I am back once again. Oh, here we are at Pauling Public Radio. Well, first of all, I would like to give a nice shout-out to the Anonymous Coffee Company that always provides us with with nice cold coffee in all of our convenience stores. I'm not going to show the label on the Facebook Live right now, but thank them so much for keeping me awake this week. It has been a tough, long week, and all of my friends and clients and uh, co-workers and such... Uh, Thanks for sticking around me this week. It's been it's been a tough one. I've been packed hour to hour to hour. I actually, interesting story, I I schedule every hour that I'm awake basically. I take some time Sunday and because I am a personal trainer, if you're new to the show, I'm a personal trainer. I have clients sometimes back to back to back to back to back and they and their scheduling can lay on top of things that may or may not have needed to be done at other times. Uh, I, I try to be flexible for my people, so I schedule my schedule my day like that. And I have to know when I'm going to get my workout, and I have to know when when other things are going to get done because the life of a personal trainer exists outside the life of the normal working man or woman because most people work eight or nine o'clock to five o'clock job so most of my hours are at the beginning and end of that so the middle of my day is really really uh it's empty so that's when i get all my stuff done so this week i scheduled everything i needed to do and um, i decided to do something new on Sunday, I did all of my thinking, so I invoked a strict no-thinking policy throughout the whole week. And let me tell you the weight it took off of my shoulders. I, I highly recommend that. Just do all your thinking at one time. That way, the rest of your week can be just act. Just go for it. And even part of that schedule this week was... A little entertainment, which is very rare for me. Last night, if you can, if you can hear the scratchiness in my voice, uh, I went to New York City and saw one of my favorite bands from my teen years, Simple Plan. Uh, their song uh, "I'm Just a Kid" was the theme of the movie that my name came from. Go figure. Um, they showed up, and it's the 15-year anniversary of their first album. So needless to say, I was there, and I didn't care what time it was. I was out pretty late, let's just say that. So my voice is a little scratchy today. But it was tons of fun, and if there are any Simple Plan fans out there, highly recommend checking them out live. They are still just as tight as they ever were. And lead singer Pierre, he still looks like a 15-year-old boy. I cannot believe it. But here we are. Saturday is when this show is recorded and aired live. And I've done a lot of thinking through the week that has nothing to do with working. And I read. I read every day just to try to get a little enrichment in my life. And in the book that I'm reading right now called The Positive Edge, there was a story 
It was a story about about how many people might cry at your funeral. I'm not going to take you on a down note right now, but we are talking about a funeral for a moment. It said that there was an article published in a business magazine or something years back that on average, out of all of the people that come to your funeral when you die, about 10 people will care enough to cry. That shocked me. I don't know what studies they took. Did we go around asking people, uh, did you cry at that funeral? Well, yes, I did. It was a very sad occasion. I don't know. But on average, 10 people will cry at your funeral. And on top of that, for the burial, about one-third of the people in attendance will attend the burial. And that's conditional on the weather, believe it or not. So... It, it kind of confirmed the way that I live my life, really. And if you don't think this way, maybe it'll, it'll turn you around a little bit. If so few people are willing to shed a tear or to see your final physical moment on earth, if so few people care, why care what they think about while you're alive? Just live your life, people. Let's have some fun with this. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I'm working every day toward a larger purpose, but I'm enjoying every minute of it. People wonder why I'm so smiley all the time and why I'm so goofy and why I'm a cartoon character. Because it keeps me moving and hopefully it spreads a little positivity to those around me. And maybe by listening to this, watching this, hello everybody on Facebook Live once again. Maybe you'll get a little positivity also. So another thing that I did this week, uh, I was searching searching for the latest in entertainment, and I stumbled upon an article about uh, the new Beauty and the Beast remake. Emma Watson, uh, she's in it, and and we actually have a clip. Just in case you don't remember, this is a song from one of the characters named LeFaux. It's about his buddy Gaston, and in French, I guess it would be Gaston. So if you don't remember the movie, here's a clip from it. Who does she think she is? That girl has tangled with the wrong man. No one says no to Gaston. <laughs> Done right. Dismissed. Rejected. Publicly humiliated. Why, it's more than I can bear. More beer? What for? Nothing helps. I'm disgraced. Who, you? Never. Gaston, you've got to pull yourself together. Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston, looking so down in the dumps. Every guy here'd love to be you, Gaston. So that's an interaction from Gaston and his his sidekick, LaFoe. Uh, honestly, it's been a little while since I saw the movie, too, but I do remember these guys. And if you haven't heard the news, they're putting some new backstories with the characters in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Emma Watson's Bill, she's, she's a strong feminist woman now. She's not, she's not the damsel in distress she was in the cartoon. And I don't know much about how they changed Gaston, but the big story is LaFoe. He has now become... A homosexual character and in a Disney movie that's what's creating the controversy right now and hold your hold yourself still I'm not gonna go where you think I'm gonna go with this so follow me on this journey for a moment 
I actually have a lot of gay friends. They're some of the most colorful people in my life, no pun intended. But Gaston and Lafoe have this strange interaction, even in the cartoon. Lafoe looks up to Gaston because Lafoe is a short, pudgy guy, and Gaston's big and manly. And in the new movie, Lafoe now has developed some attraction toward Gaston. This is a Disney movie, folks. It's for children. And sexual preference aside, this movie is for children and it's for entertainment. How much of this do we have to put in our media? I understand that really in life, people deal with their feelings and everybody's got a different thing that they wake up with that can be a little bit difficult in society, even today, there's there's acceptance, there's rejection, etc., etc. But why do we have to change a Disney movie to fit a social narrative now? I don't think it's necessary. And some of my friends also, who are of the persuasion, don't think it's necessary either. If it was an adult-themed movie... It makes more sense, sure. Add some, add some new character twists because we have adults that are thinking deeply. We're supposed to be targeting children who shouldn't think about sexual preference at all. All they should care about is, wow, that's a big scary monster. And, oh man, what? why is she stuck in his castle? Maybe she'll get out. Maybe he'll be a little nicer. That's all the kids need to worry about. They don't need to think about about what their preference is. Let that come on later when it's supposed to. And it's even said that there's going to be a specifically gay moment for Lafoe. That's not in the story. Why do we have to add that? Just let the kids still be kids while they can. That's that's all I want to put out there. And to all of my all of my gay friends listening out there, I love you guys. And come see me at Gold's Gym in Fishkill because hey, I'd love to meet you. Why not? It's a nice public public place and I know we all need to be in shape. So, let's move on. Just I want to leave that as positive as as I can. And something to think about. Let's maintain a little fun, a little innocence. And we're going to talk a little bit about social media now. So how many of us are on Snapchat? This is new to me. I'll be honest. I know it's been around for a few years, but some of you may know I listened to a guy named Gary V, and he's like a social media mogul, and he is all the rage about Snapchat right now. He's talking about how that is your biggest business marketing opportunity, and that's where most people are focusing their attention. So I said, well, I have something to build, so here I go. Let's do Snapchat. And some of you may have seen seen some of my snaps recently. Uh, I have I have funny thoughts that don't always make it into the show and don't always get documented in picture format. So hey, I figured that's my outlet for some of that stuff. So I'm I'm on I'm on Snapchat at the Dizzy Parker, just like all the rest of my social media: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and now Snapchat at the Dizzy Parker. So go ahead, add me. We can have some fun up there. 
I honestly, though, if you heard my show last week, I wish I did not know how to check how many people have seen your snaps because now it's it's feeding that little anxiety thing that I have. Like, oh, oh, do people like what I'm doing? Uh, just if you haven't checked out my show, it's going to be on be on iTunes soon, and it's also on Mixcloud.com. You can you can check out the show from last week and hear all I had to say about about notification anxiety through social media. Another thing that I've noticed on the social media that's not part of Snapchat is Instagram. There are more and more people that are claiming to be experts in their field. And you click around to all of their pictures, check out their timelines, and a common theme I've noticed is they're just showing themselves doing stuff and taking more model-like pictures. There are so few actual experts and so many people claiming to be experts. Let's let's be real with ourselves. I've never claimed to be a life coach or anything. I talk about being a motivational speaker because I, I talk and I try to motivate. I try to keep it as positive as possible. And I've never never once pretended to be an expert at any of this. I am learning every day. And I think that's what social media is supposed to be. We're supposed to communicate with each other, and nobody's supposed to be higher than another. We're all equals here. So social media, once again, a little less flaunt culture and a little bit more, a little bit more friendship, as it were. Another thing I noticed on social media was that this past Wednesday was National or International Women's Day. And I got to thinking, man, there are a lot of national holidays. I've heard I've heard one at least once a week since the beginning of the year. So I started looking this up, and I found uh, from the nationaldaycalendar.com, there is literally a national day every day of the year. And I was talking to my friend Buck about this. He's from North Carolina. Uh, he he's a little bit different than I am, but he found some of this stuff specifically interesting, and I'm gonna have him talk about it because nobody has a better take than Buck when it comes to things like this. Hi y'all, my name's Buck. If Dizzy didn't tell you, I'm from North Carolina, and uh, I thought this National Days thing was the funniest thing in the world. I'm just going to read a few of them out to you. All right, so January, we have, obviously, January 1st, New Year's Day, we have National Hangover Day. <laughs> Woohoo! I know all about that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, and we have National Sticker Day on the 13th, Chocolate Cake Day. Man, do I love chocolate cake. Last time I had a chocolate cake was... Well, it wasn't that long ago. Let's be all, let's be honest here. And I did notice that January 20th was Paul Stanley of Kiss. It was his birthday. It's National Talk Like Paul Stanley. Sometimes I like to do that. Let me tell you something, people! <laughs> How many Kiss fans we got out there? In February, we got National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. Mama always taught me not to cry over spilled milk. Singles Awareness Day. Public Sleep Day. And March, there, there's my favorite day, March 1st. Dadgum, that's a good day. And sometimes you just got to look at stuff and say, Dadgum, that's good. And then after that, it's get over it day. 
kind of like don't cry or spill milk day <laughs> and then proposal day on the 20th and then the rest of the year we have merry-go-round day hot fudge sunday day and october homemade cookies day mm, i'd love some homemade cookies right now y'all got some zach you got some homemade cookies you i knew i smelled them dadgum then we got Fluffer Nutter Day, which is a delicious peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich. And uh, Chucky Day. You remember you remember that little doll, man? Oh, he's funny. Then we got December. We got another cookie day. That's uh, You can never get enough cookies. And answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day on the 18th of December. Y'all should check that movie out if you ain't seen it. And then the 29th of December, No Interruptions Day. Boy, I know. Let me tell you. All right, Buck, I think you've talked to everybody to death. All right, thanks, Dizzy. Thanks for having me. Yep, get out. Well, here we are again. Buck, he's an interesting character. I brought him from North Carolina with me. If you didn't notice, uh, I'm from North Carolina, if you didn't pick it up in some of my voice. But another thing that I do, if you're brand new to the show, once again, I'm a musician. Uh, I perform solo, I have music on iTunes, but I also play with other musicians. Recently, I've started playing with a guy named Paul Tryon, and he's actually really cool. It's a little different than my style, but it's really fun to get a different perspective and to not be in charge for once. I'm actually going to take a little break right now, and we are going to play a song from Paul Tryon. That, that album's available on iTunes, Apple Music and Spotify and all those other things. You can also check him out on YouTube if you're not ready to make a commitment. So here's Paul Tryon, and we'll be back shortly. Give it away. 
And ladies and gentlemen, that was Paul Tryon with Summer Dress and a Long-Haired Girl, available on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks, cheesy DJ guy. And Dizzy Parker back once again with the Dizzy Parker Show. And we're going we're gonna to come to the positive spin section of my show. I'm going to tell you a few stories. All right, so everybody knows after the beginning of this show that I also am a personal trainer as well as a musician and motivational speaker and radio host as well. So this week has been a lot about personal training. I've seen a lot of faces this week, some regular and some brand new. So I'm going to tell you a story about a young boy, and he reminds me a lot of a young Dizzy, honestly. And I won't divulge his name, but I train, I see him a couple of times a week. And he is 14 years old now. He's dealing with, he's dealing with some weight issues and some self-esteem issues and maybe a few social issues. I've been training him for a few months now and he, he goes up and down with his motivation level. He, he feels like he can't do things. And mainly because all his life he's probably been told that he can't. He's not in enough shape or whatever. But this guy, I train him hard, but he's happier just to talk to me while he's in the gym. And even between a few reps, he will stop the workout just to chat. So that gives you a signal that he is... He's, he's dealing with some things. I don't know what the things are yet because I only see him a half hour each time that I see him. But he, he has a hard time finishing a workout. And sometimes his mother is nearby because he is 14 and she's got to bring him to the gym. He's obviously not driving there. But he's gone through some, some workouts where he'll just he'll lose all. All of it because he'll come in that day and feel like, well, I haven't lost weight this week and things are just not going my way at home and I've been eating junk food because, you know, it comforts me. And so that'll affect his whole workout, his whole attitude for the day. And I'm reminded of when I was about his age, maybe a little bit younger, I had, I started playing football and I had a coach that he he took special interest with each one of his players as individuals because he knew he wasn't that old he knew that everybody had a backstory and everybody was in the growing process and and i find myself in his shoes now because i was that little fat kid and i was socially awkward and i felt like i'd never become the person that i wanted to be either so I get frustrated with this guy. Let's be really honest. I get frustrated with this young guy, and I'm just like, dude, work out. You want to change your life, change your life. What are you doing right now and through the week to make a change? There's no sense being upset about not changing if something, if something isn't different with your attitude, with your actions. And that's where I want to make, make a turn in this story. It frustrates me in the moment because he's not paying attention. He's not disciplined. And the mother that's there it doesn't look like she enforces m- much of this. 
So I feel I feel a special responsibility to this guy. Even with even when I get frustrated and he gets he gets down on himself and loses motivation, I have to stop and realize that I might be the only true positive influence that he has. I might be that coach to him. And how many how many of you out there have somebody in your life that infuriates you to no end, but you know that you may be the only person near them that could influence them to make a change or to give them that little boost? I know that especially I have a lot of people that have come to me, even more so now that I'm a trainer, but before as well, that need to change their life and I seem to be the only good influence they have. They tell me this. They come from broken homes and and terrible social situations, drugs, crime, etc. These people have always come to me and I've taken I've taken the burden on my back to be their guy and that's part of what led me to this show too. I want to I want to make sure that I am the person that can be the good influence. So in these situations with this young guy, I have to step back and not let my emotions take charge of the situation. So I'm reaching out to each person out there saying, if somebody's in your life that you feel like may not be going anywhere, but you know the direction they can take, take a moment to boost them up every time you see them. It doesn't have to be the whole interaction, but take that moment to give this person some kind of positive affirmation and you might just change their path for the day. A penny's worth of effort can go a long way over time. So I'm going to leave you with that. And once again, I'd like to thank my super duper producer, Zach, and WPWL for having the Dizzy Parker show. Once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. Check out dizzyparker.com for all my information, music, merch, and more, and social media at thedizzyparker.com. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day.